Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, and host of the very popular Ramsey Network's produced Dr. John Deloney Show, where we deal with all kinds of relationship and mental health issues. He's my co-host today as we're taking your questions. Phone number is 888-825-5225. This is where common sense meets reality and life, and it does it every day here. Thanks for joining us. The call's free, and some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. Elizabeth is with us in Dallas. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, how are you? Great, what's up? Hi, so I have a question. I've been with my partner and boyfriend for seven years, and we have two small children together, and I recently brought up the fact that we should get married and actually have one bank account and do everything together, and he says that he doesn't want to do that, that Why? marriage is not. Why? He doesn't want to do marriage. Why? And he says because he's already previously been married, and he's just not. he's just not going to do it. Why does he think he's not married now? I'm not sure. He's got all, he's got everything having to do with marriage right now. So now my next question is, he gets sick. He gets sick. He wants you to make him chicken soup, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference in this and marriage? I'm confused. Well, Well, he says that he says that he's not interested that either accept him or what should we do? So Elizabeth, I, I want you to hear what he's actually telling you. He's telling you he went all in on somebody once and got hurt or broke up with or whatever. And he's looking at you after seven years and two children and saying, you're not worth that. I'd rather um, have my illusion of singleness in my back pocket at all times so that I can preserve my little fragile ego. Meanwhile, play house. And play house with you. And you be my wife, and I'll keep all the equity and everything, and I'll keep all my money, and I'll basically pay you like a live-in nanny, um, but this is all mine. That's what he's telling you. I hate that for you. I'm sorry. I hate that for you. How old are your babies? Um, One is four, and the other is one. (sighs) Little boy, little girl, what? Um, it's a one-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl. So at this point, I'm at the point that I don't know what to do. I don't know if I 20 years from now, your daughter is 24 and she asks you this question. What do you tell her? I don't know. Mm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the person that tells you, you got to stay or leave. Because I don't want I don't want you to hang on to this guy said this. That's something that's a decision you're going to have to own. What I will tell you is I think you are worth going all in on, and I think you're worth having a home that two people want to do life together and create a safe space to raise these two beautiful little babies. You're worth that, but you're going to have to make the grown-up decision on whether you stay and you try to build a life inside of a cocoon um, or you make other decisions. 
In two and weeks, I'll be. In two weeks, I'll well. be. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. What? I'm um, I'm mostly more afraid of like if I walk away, how would I manage with money? I haven't worked in a while, so that's. I'm going to be truthful. That's exactly what's stopping me now from walking away. And that's a very real fear. I mean, that's a very real fear. The the data suggests that when men and women split up, especially in this situation, his net worth will actually go up and yours will go down for a season. Until you get so pissed off that you become a multimillionaire later. But yeah. That's right. um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, so in other words, you can't do this today. It's theory because you got babies you have to feed, but you can say, all right, I'm going to plan my escape. And I'm going to get my career tooled up and I'm going to go get a job and I'm going to start making some serious money. And then I get to make decisions from strength rather than from weakness. Mm-hmm. Get to walk to something, not run from something. And then you can walk in and go, uh, not sure, dude, that I want to marry you. So there's that. And that's what we call an Elizabeth burn, right? When you flip the whole thing around. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah, but that comes from strength, and you're 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 um when you're scared and broke, it keeps you from making decisions. So let's move from scared and broke, and then remake the decision. You might make the decision under strength to stay, but you would need to make it from strength rather than from weakness. Is that logical? Yes. So if it takes you a year to start making forty thousand dollars a year, then take that year and go do it. That's fine. I got no plan. I got no problem. And you're in Dallas, he, Texas. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And they, you're in Dallas, man. There will be people that will hire you. In about 20 seconds. I don't want my kids in daycare. Then marry their mother. Hey, Elizabeth, it's not uncommon in this situation, especially after this long, that this isn't the only thing that this person won't, quote unquote, do. This person's been telling you that you're things you think are funny or stupid and the feelings or concerns you have about any number of things are dumb. You can't fill in the blank. And after seven years, after almost a decade of this, you've come to believe that stuff to be true, right? I have my doubts. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. Because the girl that called here has got more stuff inside of her than she sounds like she does or thinks she does. Now go get it. Get okay, you some. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, really. I mean, don't forget two old guys believe in you. Yeah, and and uh and you got a 4-year-old daughter watching to see how mama is a warrior princess. Look out, here comes Zena. <laughs> you remember that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, but don't make that little weird noise call thing. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that one to yourself, Elizabeth. Don't do that. Let that only be in your head. Yeah, That's don't right. don't do that. Yeah, but yeah, Dave. It, you bring that up. It, it, it's a there's a concern, obviously, which is financial, which is real. That's math. There is no debate about that. And what about my babies? And what you bring up is really important. There is a ringside seat to oh, this is what a mom and a wife are supposed to just accept as reality. Or I had a ringside seat to watching my mom go from. Uh, uh, a live-in boyfriend that told her, dude, I'm not wasting any more energy on you, all the way to a successful business owner. Warrior princess. Running shop. And they got to watch that happen in real time. Yeah. 
some of the most uh, powerful people I've met. A single mom raised them. Oh man! And uh, she was a go getter, and she wouldn't be denied. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, the kids take that work ethic, and then they go become a surgeon or something, and there's no yeah, stopping. Exactly. Exactly. Sets up the next generation. You're setting up the next generation. So spend the next year deciding that and getting ready. I'm sorry you're facing this kiddo. This is the Ramsey Show. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. I'm going to go with 32 years of broadcasting experience and go with my gut on something here. I want to continue that conversation. Um, From that last caller? Yeah. The, uh, because the actual data is, and those of you that are old like me, you don't realize this data, but more people now live together than are married. Okay. Statistic. I mean, actual human beings are more, more and more shacking up, cohabitating, whatever you want to call it than are married and what people don't grasp is the data it's been going on this has been going on since the you know the, the the love shack of the 70s and from then on you know here we go and uh so what people don't realize is the um unintended consequences legally financially uh relationally that builds up in these situations. There's books of research on this now, on the actual results. And in the financial arena, as an example, we'll start with that one. The There is a thing called the marriage advantage. You've seen this data. Mm-hmm. And the marriage advantage says uh, that married people live longer. I think that's because your wife drives you crazy to go get a physical. But I don't know exactly what it is, but married people live longer. And their net worth is significantly And their net worth is significantly larger, and their incomes and their career trajectory is significantly higher. Statistically, so that's not like a Dave opinion, so you little farts on Tic Tac can just go run off the cliff, all right, But the, the it, with your little comments. But the facts are, the data says – that your net worth, your longevity, and your uh, 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 career track and income all are improved with marriage. It's called the, the, the research piece, buckets of research are called the marriage advantage in general. There's a whole volume. 
Also, if you live together prior to getting married, you are statistically four times more likely to get a divorce later. I hadn't heard it being that high. Wow. That's wild. You know, and so you get, and there's all kinds of other things that come in with the cohabitating pro or I'm going to try on these shoes to make sure they fit before we buy them, you know, kind of a thing. Right. And so, um, there's all kinds of data that shows the disadvantages to that. There's all kinds of data that shows the disadvantages to short engagements. You get, you know, you meet someone this weekend and by next weekend you're married statistically, you're very unlikely for that marriage to last as compared to someone who has a six-month engagement period average, not a two-year or a six-year, but a six-month engagement period average after the dating process has begun because it takes a little while to figure out, is this a person I want to spend the rest of my life with? Duh. Met him at a bar on Saturday, married on Monday. That's Las Vegas. That's not smart, okay? And so um, – it just uh, it, can it can it work? Does it work occasionally? Sure, sure. There's always statistical anomalies, but I'm talking about if you're if you're 16 or you have a 16 year old, what would you tell them the best way for them to have their most prosperous quality life is? Have four or five Long Island iced teas. Put all your money on red and find somebody to marry before the weekend's over. Right? No one would say that. No one would say that. Right? No grandmother ever told her son, her no. granddaughter that. Right? Good grief! No. Yeah. Just, um, just, just, just saddle up at the daiquiri bar and see how this works out. You know? <laughs> if you marry somebody at the daiquiri bar, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that study's probably not been done. That ain't gonna last. That ain't gonna last. That's a John Deloney study. Yes. All right. But here's the other. I don't know that this study's been done, and I don't know that it needs to be. That last caller said something that's important in this. It's this illusion of freedom and singleness. I'm going to live with somebody for two years, five years, seven years. I'm going to have kids with them, but I'm not going to get married because I want to keep that shard of freedom. One foot out the door. One foot out the door. And what you forget is he or she can't fully anchor into you. Those kids can't fully anchor into this unit. Um because it's not fully a unit yet. Because you got one foot out of the boat. You're only rowing one one armed, right? Yeah, it's so hard. It's impossible. And it's put her in a position almost as if she was in a domestic violence situation. She's not, I don't think. But um, but but she's trapped. And that's the the abuser uses the trapped. Oh, you how are you going to live? You ain't getting money, you know. And so they're trapped. So they stay in the punching bag scenario because that's the only way the kids get to eat. But also, guess what? The kids get to watch this, and so they think that's how it's done. And this is a problem. Yeah, It's a serious problem. So just telling you, I mean, what would you tell your 7-year-old daughter, right? Your 17-year-old your daughter, your 17-year-old son, what does a man look like in these situations? Well, you know, a, a reasonable length of engagement, uh, not living together prior to marriage, and then getting married, you have the – oh, by the way, if you graduate from college, you know, you heard this thing, 50% of the marriages fail. You heard that one? Yeah. It's absolutely not true. That's right. It's absolutely not true. They don't. Okay. If you make more than $50,000 a year household income, both of you graduate from college, and both of your parents are still married, you have a 90% chance of your marriage lasting. That's the stats. That's the real stats. Okay. 
So this and some of these are you can't control whether your parents are still together, but you can control graduating from school. You can control accomplishing goals. You can control delaying pleasure called maturity. You can control these things. These are controllables that you can use to set the table for your life. And then you get to see what the results are, what the, what the fruit is out of that. And so, you know, so, you know, none of my children prior to marriage lived together. None of them. Was it because dad's a big old meanie? No, it's because I taught them this stuff. Tom, you have a distinct advantage if you will have a reasonable length of engagement, graduate from school, make a reasonable income, marry someone that is of the same religious preference that you are, uh, learn to set boundaries with extended family. If you do all of these things it's and, and agree on kids, how many to have and whether to let them live, all these kinds of things, right? And, and that was a joke. And, um, <laughs> sort of. you know, the, the um, but I mean, when you have these things lined up ahead of time, your probability of having a, a, a marriage that lasts is very high. I mean, Sharon and I are getting ready to celebrate 41 years, and there have been times we almost killed each other. But you fell back on that covenant. Well, and, and we fell back on this value system that set us up to win. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. I always like to flip the coin and and ask myself, what is it? What has happened in this many years? And for people to opt out, and I I do want to put some of the ownership on those of us who are married with kids. If you make marriage appear to be miserable, and you scream and you fight and you it's abusive and somebody's always leaving or coming or going what kid in their right mind would look and go i want to opt into that and so i feel an an extra responsibility to model for my kids here's what love looks like here's what coming back together after disagreement uh here's what the repairs they call it here's what that looks like here's what saying i'm sorry looks like here's what asking for forgiveness looks like i want to model this is the best way to to create a world going forward. And if you didn't have that and you're entering into marriage, you need to get some people in your life that you see do have 40 years, 50 years ahead of you, and they can give you some wisdom along the way. But there's something about, man, this doesn't have to be the old ball and chain as the old songs go. This could be the greatest thing that ever happened to you if you opt into it and you live into it that way. Well, and all the data that I'm just saying, indicates that right is it perfect no no that hillbilly woman and i about killed each other a couple times <laughs> oh man you know i'm just saying it's not perfect i've almost set fire to my marriage yeah multiple but times. that but that doesn't mean that we weren't dialed in and going right. what do i want when i'm old really old i'm old now but i mean really old I mean, <sighs> what, what, what do i want then that's real old. you know that's real old. older than me that's really old <laughs> this is the ramsey show Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. Hey, we have folks who tune in to every single episode of The Ramsey Show. They know all the answers, but they're still stressed and stuck. Because knowing what you do with your money isn't the problem. Doing it is the answer. Personal finance is 80% behavior. It's only 20% head knowledge. And the proven way to change your behavior is by taking Financial Peace University. 10 million people have. This class is the difference between trying to get in shape on your own versus hiring a personal trainer. You'll have a coordinator who loves you enough to hold you accountable and encourage you. They're superheroes. And the other people in the class will be cheering you on 
This is why this class has worked for so many millions of people. After nine weeks, you will never handle money the same way again. I can get that information for free off of YouTube. You could get it before we put it on YouTube. It was called common sense, but you weren't doing it then either. So when you go through the class, it's actually boot camp. You're actually going to do it. It's no longer, it's game on. Game on, baby. Break the huddle. Let's play. Join a, join a Financial Peace University class at RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Anne is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Sure. What's up? I have a, I have a question. Um, so i give you a little background. I make 110 a year. Um, I've paid off $36,000 in the last 18 months. Um, it's been hard, but Good. I've done it. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my goal was to, to be done by October of this coming year. Uh-huh. And I owe 17,000 on my car. I have 17,000 in an air conditioner loan and 14,000 in a student loan. Um, and I really want those student loans gone before they kick back in. I love I've it. been chipping away at it, but I really just want it done. So I have an offer on my car um, for 33000 and that would get me out of my, my car loan, and that would get me out of the student loans, and it would just leave me with the air conditioners. Um, but it would also leave me with no car. I do have a teenager that has a car that we could carpool, and we could you know, get through the next few months, I could save up some cash and get a beater. Um, I don't know. I, I think I probably just need to do this. I think I just need you to tell me to do it. <laughs> because of where your headspace is, mm-hmm. I really like where you are. And you've, you, because you have a proven track record of winning already, 36,000 paid off out of 110. You're, you're amazing. You're amazing. And you, you, what you have decided, let me say it a different way out loud, is you've decided I want to be out of debt more than I want this car. Yeah. That's a fair trade. And, I, I and would make that trade. Because you've also realized you can get another car. When you have yeah. no debt and you make 110000 you can save up and get a nice car pretty quick. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. The one thing Absolutely. I would do different in your plan than what you've said is I would pay the car off. I would pay whatever I could on those student loans, but I would save 5000 bucks to go get me my own car. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't carpool the teenager. Y'all need to love each other a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they suggested, too. <laughs> we talked about it this morning, and they were like, Well, well they don't really get a vote. They're yeah. a teenager. Teenagers <laughs> don't get a vote. This is just, this is grown up to grown up. But yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably buy me a car that I can get around with. Oh, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, th- three to 5K. Um, and, and, you know, because you do make 110 and you're going to be done. All we're doing here is accelerating the inevitable. Mm-hmm. You're going to get out of debt. Yeah. All we're doing yeah. is doing it faster. And, and then the loop is the loop back is you're going to go get another car 24 months from now, this 20 grand, and you're going to pay cash for it. Yeah. And yeah, you will, you will because, I mean, you'll have no debt and you'll have your emergency fund in place and you would upgrade out of a $5,000 car making 110. What's your a, hang up? Yeah. 
I would do it. I would do it. And I appreciate your I mean, teenager's I mean, emotional um, uh, support, but it's not necessary because <laughs> you already are a warrior princess. You are already getting it done. And um, and when it involves them sacrificing, they're never going to vote for that. So that's okay. Right. Right. Whoopty. Okay. And yeah. right. if, if this um, if this is one more one more little push towards making this call, your kids are going to watch their mom go yeah. all in. Yep. And my mom, look, I remember when I was a teenager what my mom did. When your daughter is a or your son is a, a grandparent, they're going to be sitting on the back porch. Yeah, back when I was a kid, my mama sold off everything. I thought she was going to sell me. By God, she got out of debt and it changed everything. You'll be telling that story. Or your kid's going to be one year into grad school and thinking about quitting, and you're going to say, go all in, and he's going to have a picture of what that actually looks like. Right. Yeah. You're amazing. Right. It's pretty awesome. You're amazing. Well done. Very, okay. very well done. Get them. And should I should I get more than one quote? Because this 33000 came from a dealership. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, you should get more than one quote. We need to maximize this asset. Okay. Yeah, get more than one quote, and consider taking an extra month to do it and selling it private sale. What kind of car is it? It's a Toyota Tacoma. It'll sell. 21. It'll sell fast. You may want to sell it private. Yeah. You look on Kelly Blue Book, um, and that's a hot truck, okay? Real hot truck. Yeah, yeah that, that truck will sell. It's a good truck, too. Um, and the uh, But anyway, I, I would... Um, yeah, I look on Kelly Blue Book and see what private sale is. If it's ten grand more, wait a month and sell it for eight grand more to an individual. Mm-hmm. Are you are, okay? Are, hey, let me ask you. Go ahead. I'm going to jump in because I hear there's somebody's face that's in your mind that's going to make fun of this decision, isn't there? <laughs> I think that I just feel no, 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 no. You're not telling the truth. Ago. You're not. There's isn't there? Answer my question. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, okay. What I want you to do right now, I want you to stick your tongue out at them. Yeah. Because they don't get a vote in your prosperity, in your right. peace, in your sleep. You're amazing. Go mm-hmm. with you. I vote with you, not them. Get them, girl. Get them. And Tacoma people are a special. I mean, that's, that's a gang. That's a it's community. A taco. The tacos. We had tacos in our family. Yeah. Winston, yeah. Winston drove one for 10 years. Daniel drove one for 10 years. You're opting out of that club to go to, to sleep well at night. Yeah. All That's right. Awesome. Today's question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. As the weather warms up, Neighborly can help you find local service pros like the Grounds Guys, the Five Star Painting, and Mosquito Joe to turn your outdoor space into your favorite space. Find the help you need. These are great folks. Neighborly.com. Today's question comes from Shelly in Virginia. Shelly writes, my son has a six-month emergency fund and enough to save for a 25% down payment. He's been pre-approved for a mortgage, but asking me why an arm is a bad choice. Not the body part, but the adjustable rate mortgage. Simple answer. I'm assuming this is a huge no-no. I'd love to know why. Simple answer. It stands for adjustable rate mortgage. Where have interest rates been going lately? Up. What do we want to adjust up for in a rising interest rate environment that's dumber than a rock you might have an argument in a falling interest rate environment and then i'd have to teach you a 20-minute class on why arms suck Um, (laughs) but but in addition to that just straight up in a rising interest rate environment you should never even have to ask this question 
we're you know adjust, because they think rates are going to go down then refinance but you do not want the uh the arms came on the scene because banks got caught in an escalating interest rate environment with a bunch of low interest rate mortgages in their portfolio that's called disintermediation when banks don't like making not making money they don't like disintermediation when their portfolio is upside down compared to the marketplace and so they invented this thing where their portfolio adjusts when rates go up it's good for them and you pay for it don't do an adjustable rate mortgage ever ever under any circumstances if you have to do an arm you can't afford a house this is the ramsey show Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thanks for being with us. Kelly is in Oakland, California. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. What's up? Um, okay, so my husband is a guarantor on his mom's mortgage. Um, it's not under his name, uh, just the guarantor. We did a cash-out refinance of her house um, prior to her creating a living trust for um some home improvement projects with the verbal expectation that she would put the title in my husband's name upon her passing. However, without me knowing, she threw in an additional clause that if we ever sell the house, we would be required to pay half of the profits to his eldest son, who is currently 20 years old, even though we have two additional babies under two years old. Um, This clause was thrown in after the loan was approved. Uh, We've already thrown $100,000 of our own money, cash, into the house. Um, the house is worth, as of right now, conservatively $1.25 million, and the current loan balance is a little under 400000 So my question is, now that we are out of um, baby step two... And, is mama um, dead? And, um, mom, mom is unfortunately going through a lot of health situations. And is she mentally competent? Yes, she is. Okay, your husband, her son, needs to walk into her room with fresh papers and have this fixed. She okay. was in, that was unethical, not fair, and dumb. And she needs to fix it. And she can do that with a signature if your husband will make his mother do that. Okay. What happens if she does it? <laughs> Because we don't know, yeah, we don't know what to do if... Um, I want her to sign it to away to a charity. I don't want anything else to do with it. I want it sold and given away to a charity. I do not want to wreck a 20-year-old irresponsible person's life. Because you know what an irresponsible person with 400000 is? Really freaking irresponsible. Right. Dumb grandmother. Dumb, dumb, dumb grandmother. Right. Bad grandmother. Bad grandmother. Bad, 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 bad. Do you have any insight <laughs> as to why she did this? Um, so she she wanted to make sure that um, her grandson would be taken care of when she's gone. Yeah, Before it's an act of love, and, and she married, she was dumb. That's why she did. Yeah, it. she has a, she has an improper really view of what love looks like. <laughs> yeah, she needs. It's dumb. It's just you really. Your husband mm-hmm. allowed this. I'm angry with him yeah. too. Because his mother mm-hmm. has told him what to do way too many times. He's way too grown up for this. Mommy said, and then mommy did, and he didn't say anything about it because mommy, mother dearest, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. And you're mad at her, and you need to be mad at him. 
because he allowed it. Yeah, I'm kind of mad at both of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. It's easier to be mad at her because she doesn't live in the house with you. But, yeah, man. but he's he's the one that allowed this to go on. And while he put his name on the loan, I mean, that's right. just unethical on her part. Mm-hmm. And on his part, very weak to allow this to go down. Does she not trust your husband? No, so, she um, just had a fit of stupidity and put it on paper. I'm telling you, it's not. I don't think it's deep stuff here. Well, I, I think there is a little bit of untrust. Um, before we got married, he was very bad with money, and since then, we've turned everything around. With all the baby steps, got out of it. As grand if giving it to a twenty-year-old fixes that. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. So, There's a lot of control um, issues mom has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's spoken like somebody who really loves her husband, but man, you're more mom than you are wife. Yeah, he, he needs, listen, saddle up, saddle up. He needs to march okay. right in there and say, Mom, this was wrong. I went along with it. I shouldn't have, and I'm not going along with it. So here's what's going to happen. You die. I'm going to sue the trust and ask the judge to undo your stupidity if you don't undo it with a signature right now. Because giving a 20-year-old $400,000 is absolutely, that's irresponsible with money, is absolutely asinine because it's going to cause more problems than blessings. Yeah. Okay. It's not a blessing. What does a cocaine I person, what does a cocaine addict do when they get more money? More cocaine. What's an irresponsible person do when they get more money? More irresponsible. What's a uh, generous person do when they get more money? More generous. Money magnifies our good and bad parts that all of us have, me included. And, uh, you know, what does Dave get? More things with loud mufflers. You know, I mean, what, you know, (laughs) redneck. I mean, you know, what? but I mean, everybody's got, right, that. So, uh, so let's, let's back it up. Let's say grandma did this perfectly and there's only one kid. Is the right thing to do is to put it in a in a trust? Yeah, yeah. That has yeah multiple multi year payouts yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, and different 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 triggering mechanisms that indicate responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if he's going to college, I would graduate say, college. Here, if you're going to go to college, you need to graduate college. That's a triggering event. Mm-hmm. You need to uh, be 25 and not be deeply in debt. Mm-hmm. You know, and a triggering event. You know. And so some level of maturity. I'm not saying all 20-year-olds are doofuses. She said her 20-year-old was irresponsible. The mother just said that. Okay, so I'm, that's what I'm going off of. So, Well, he's been um, had a ringside seat to which, his dad. By the way, I've been irresponsible. When I was 20, you didn't give me 400 oh, grand. That would have been a bad idea. That would have been the worst idea. There have been a lot of loud mufflers and beer involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just a bad idea. No, I'm not saying that everybody – but. But and there, there we've had twenty-year-olds on this show that were more responsible and had their crap together more than a lot of sixty-year-olds. So can't can't. It's not an age thing. But whatever you are, good or bad, is going to be magnified. And when you're gifting or doing inheritance, you need to structure it to ensure that you're being a blessing and not magnifying stupidity. And let's go one step up the river here. A mother that would do this to her son last minute dishonestly behind closed doors without telling them has done this crap for years she's a controller and if you are married to somebody like this 
you've got to speak up if you're married to a coward who won't speak up against his own mom or her own mom or her own dad or his own dad and say, we as a family are not getting into this deal. And let me tell you, this is, not not a, this is not a coward in the sense of lack of courage. This is, I don't want to put up with the crap yes. that this is going to unleash when I bother to have a conflict with her because all conflicts with her don't end well. He just doesn't want to screw with it. I mean, yeah. that's a different kind of cowardice. I, I don't, because I know it's, you know, when I walk into the forest with a bear, I'm going to meet a bear. I mean, he knows what he's got. He's dealt with it his whole life. So it's it's not cowardice like he's a little wuss. That's not the point. He's like, it ain't worth the fight. Screw it. That's where he is. But it is worth the fight. We well, spent $100,000 of his own money. And of your, your own money. And four hundred dollars going to an irresponsible 20-year-old. It's worth the fight. It's worth the fight. It's worth calling her out. And, oh, by the way, you signed the note. So that's, that's what I mean, doing business. You at know, you some know. Some point you got to go. It is worth the fight. But this is a this. When we say coward, we're not like sniveling, yellow bellied in the corner, sucking your thumb, coward. This is just I don't want to deal with the pain in the butt that is mom when you confront her. But the other side of that is, it's your job to protect your kid, exactly, and yourself and your family. Yeah, yeah. So that's your job. You know. So this whole thing comes at you. You go. You know what? I'm not signing that note. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah. No, it's not, not an option. Or, you, want, you want to do the deal, we're doing it my way. Yeah, we'll do it my way or... Or not at all. It's okay. Not and I also understand, hey, there's a million dollar house. We're going to have this much money. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm not, not worth losing my family over. Not, not worth burning everything down. Uh, the whole dadgum. And Dave, you <sighs> spoke with for, with such insight that it's almost as though you've seen this before. <laughs> 30 years of doing this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a couple times. Parents and grandparents who try to bless their their lineage, and they and, bless. You it. know, the worst one I ever had early on on this show. I took a call from a grandfather who was sobbing, and he was he was uh, eighty nine years old, and he had co signed for a thirty thousand dollar pickup for his grandson, and it got repoed, and they were coming after his farm because he had no money, but he had a farm. Oh no! And they were going to take the eighty nine year old's farm for the reposition on the pickup. And nobody in the family gave a crap. Step in. He thought he was helping his grandson by co-signing. And I'll never forget that 89-year-old crying on the air. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com show.